Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Gay With God podcast, a safe place for us to share our stories and support one another. How long did we know? What challenges did we face? Did we lose our faith? When did we find our way back home? Or are we still searching? The stories you hear on this podcast will melt your heart and strengthen your belief that in God, all things are possible and you can be authentically gay with the God of your understanding. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I am very honored that you are here. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Gay With God podcast. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, all the listeners who keep coming back every week and sharing and posting and giving me your comments. I appreciate you guys so much, and you're a very valuable part of the Gay With God community. So continue to do that, and please, if you have not already signed up to be a guest for the Gay With God podcast, I would love for you to do so. Go to the show page at empoweredmidge.podbean.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see the calendar link that shows you how to be a guest on the show. I can't wait to honor your story and to share all of what you've been through in your coming out faith journey story and where you've landed. So just to remember, you don't have to have a perfect life. None of us do. So whatever you've been through, wherever you're at, whatever questions and doubts you continue to have, you are more than welcome here and your story is relevant and I would love to share it. So today is July 4th. It is what they call Independence Day in the United States of America. So what does that mean, Independence Day? Well, it it usually means that we have freedom, you know, the land of the free. So what is freedom? Now, of course, the definition for freedom is the power to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint freedom of choice, so to speak. It also means not being imprisoned or enslaved. So I got to thinking (laughs) with this July 4th coming up, I was not feeling very patriotic. And it's not that I don't love veterans. And I've said this before, I love my veterans and I love those who are employed to assist us and to provide safety for us, all of that. What I'm not real thrilled about this Independence Independence Day is that I'm not sure that freedom is what a lot of us are feeling. And so in lieu of not having a guest today, I wanted to take this opportunity to share my thoughts about a few things. And just so you know, the title of this episode that you probably saw may look like it's not the right title because the title is going to be, Will the Real Christian Stand Up? And here I am talking about independence, but I think they really aren't that exclusive of each other. So if I'm to have freedom of choice, that would mean that I have freedom of choice over my life, uh, what I choose to do, what job I choose to have, freedom of how I choose to be a Christian or not a Christian, whether I choose a religion that is different from what other people may think is appropriate for me. I might choose to look into being Jewish or Muslim or study Buddha. Um, Freedom of choice means that I should be allowed to choose for myself and be independent from the government telling me whether or not I can have that religion, whether or not I can dress a certain way. So many things that, that we think independence should bring us, and it may or may not really be true. 
So how would I put this in with gay with God and Christianity? Well, <laughs> it's all about that choice to be religious in the way that feels right to me. So if I had decided that I could never reconcile my relationship with God and I chose not to follow the Christian doctrine and the Christian way, depending on how I was raised, then some people would say that if I went and did another type of religion or started studying that or following that, that I might not be able to have that as a freedom for me because there are powers at be that are trying to take away our rights on many different levels. So I'm going to stick with this Independence Day theme for a little bit and then hang with me because I'm going to shift it back to our community, our Gay With God community, and how it is going to affect us in the long term. So when we talk about being free and Independence Day, our big freedom day, I looked up the Declaration of Independence again. Now, my first question is, were women even considered back then? <laughs> so this doctrine was written by white men, many of them slave owners, and there were no women that had rights back then. They could not vote. They did not have the right to be independent from their husbands. There were a lot of things that the Declaration of Independence gave to the men. So here's what it says. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. What does unalienable mean? It means that which cannot be taken away. So all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, rights that cannot be taken away, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, we should also have the freedom of speech, the freedom of assembly, and the freedom of religion, okay? Now, these rights to live our life the way we see fit, to have liberty, to have the pursuit of happiness. But were they talking about the slaves, the men slaves, the black men that were slaves? Did they also have these unalienable rights for life, liberty? and the pursuit of happiness? No, they didn't. And in many cases, we don't have that for all of our brothers and sisters now. You know, I get very tired when people say, well, Blacks have it much better than they used to have it, at least nobody's owning them. Gays have it better than they used to, at least y'all are married now. Yeah, for how long? Mr. Clarence Thomas, <laughs> for how long is the Supreme Court going to continue to uphold the rights, our, in, our inalienable rights? How long? Or will the old white men coming back to say, no, you can have rights, you can't. Women, you can no longer have rights over your own body. We're going to decide what you can do with your body. How far back are we going to go? How far back are women supposed to take this? How far back are y'all planning 
for women to take this? And how are we supposed to do anything about it? Well, of course, voting. (laughs) Don't forget to vote. (laughs) And I don't mean vote just willy nilly. You really need to pay attention, people, to who is on that ballot, who has the belief system that aligns with your belief system, who has the ability to make decisions for our bodies, our choice of religion, our freedoms. It worries me so much that we are giving away so much power to people who already are homophobic, racist, misogynistic. We have to be so careful. And I don't think we're being very careful. And I've said before on this podcast, when my dear friend Kathy came on, that, you know, we don't always know what we're doing and we always don't know how to do it. But me not being very political has changed over time a little bit because I am a lot more political than I ever have been. And I'm a lot more aware because I don't want my marriage to be nulled or reversed. It can't be nullified. It can't be reversed. That's not going to sit well with me. And by the way, I will not be happy (laughs) in the pursuit of my happiness. My marriage needs to stay intact and I need to be able to have the same benefits of my marriage as everybody else. So now we're coming a little bit closer to this gay with God community thing, right? So here's my concern. I watched a documentary the other day and in it, they were talking to a lot of actors and celebrities who had come out and they were telling their story and how it affected them. Well, one of the ladies, Susan Orman, talked about that she had to go to Africa to get married because it was legal then in Africa, but it wasn't here in the United States. Surprise. So she went to Africa to get married, but her marriage certificate was not legal in the United States. So even though she had been with this woman for a very long time and she had in her will, you know, she was going to leave everything she had to this one person. However, because in the United States, she was not married legally to this woman, that woman would only get half of what she was giving her and she would have to pay inheritance tax. Straight people don't have to do that. Does that not drive you nuts? Seriously. (laughs) So here we have human beings living in the land of the free, supposedly supposed to celebrate this Independence Day, and yet we are not all free. Because even though, yes, people, I am married. I am legally married in the state of North Carolina. However, at any moment, a new president can be elected and take these rights away from us. Now, the marriage cannot necessarily be taken away just by the stroke of a pen anymore, although it might can. But I know that the Supreme Court apparently can take rights away because they just took away Roe versus Wade. I don't know all the particulars about legalities. And I was told by a lawyer this past Sunday, not because I was going to a lawyer for this, but I knew one. And, and they said to me that our, our marriage is going to be fine, that it's not going to be taken away because it's not going to fall under the same precedence as Ro- Roe versus Wade. You know what? I'll believe it when I see it and I'm going to fight to protect it until I know for sure. Because that's insane. You can't tell me that something can't happen when nobody would have guessed that they would have messed with Roe versus Wade. But this is where we get into some scary stuff. And if you haven't seen my podcast previously about Christian nationalism, go search for that and please look that up. 
I would love for you to hear it. The thing is that with Christian nationalism, it seems as if it is against all of the freedoms that we have unless we are white, male, and Christian as they define Christianity. Now, with Gay With God, I had to search for a very long time to figure out And I haven't figured it out all the way yet. So just so you know that, that's my disclaimer. And I may never figure it out all the way because I'm human and I'm not going to ever have all the answers. However, I had to figure out where God and I stood. I've had many lovely people who have told me that God does not condemn homosexuality and that the verses in the Bible who they use, you know, some people use to condemn us have, of course, been misinterpreted and not really using the correct terms for what we have now as same-sex loving relationships. And that a lot of those things like Sodom and Gomorrah, where everybody said it was the homosexuality that was, you know, made that happen, but really it was inhospitality. So anyway, I won't go into all that, but I will say that God and I have had a very disgruntled relationship, disgruntled on my part, probably very, um, patient on God's part, but, um, you know, I just couldn't understand how God would be loving and for us when nobody else seemed to believe that was true. The Christian nationalists took away, and I really believe that this whole Supreme Court dumping ground that, that the past president put all these people in there all aligned with the Christian nationalism kind of theme. I'm not saying they are Christian nationalism participants, but it's the theme of let's purge the world with all other religions, all other races. We need to get back to who we've always been, which is white (laughs) Christian back to the, you know, hellfire brimstone Christianity, which I don't think they even want to live under but yet they want to make sure that nobody else is around to taint that. It it sounds a lot like a dictatorship to me in a very white-faced way, and I don't like it. I like the idea that I should not have to be the Christian that people say I'm supposed to be. The government is trying to decide who's in and who's out, But when the government gets in the place of taking away freedoms, then I think that's an overstep. I don't think you can be a government that dictates religion or marriage or what people do health-wise with their body. That is a dictatorship. That is not a democracy. And as far as I know, we are supposed to be a democracy. So when I say, that our freedoms do not line up with this independence day. I'm not kidding. And in the gay with God community, we often struggle with feeling accepted and having our rights taken away. And here it's already started and it hasn't been targeted to the gay community yet. However, Clarence Thomas decided to make that a little caveat and throw it in there that now we need to look at marriage equality and some other things that have been passed that this group of people don't want to see happen. So then I started thinking, well, you know, (laughs) 
Who are the real Christians? Will y'all please stand up? Who are the real Christians? Are we the people who exclude? Are we the Christians that, you know, shun and, and hate and point fingers and tell you what you have to do and how it's going to go? Is that Christianity? Well, I certainly hope not. I really certainly hope not. Because if it is, then I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of that at all. And our Bishop Curry with the Episcopal Church said it better than anyone I've ever heard. If it's not about love, it's not about God. If it's not about love, it's not about God. So if you believe that, if you believe that Christianity is about love, then how do we know from Jesus's standpoint what is Christianity? Because everybody's saying that Jesus was a Christian and we're following Jesus and that that's why we're Christians, because he was Christ. Well, yes and no, I think, because Jesus never really identified himself as a Christian. Jesus was Jewish and he would have gone to synagogue. And we know that because there are stories about him being in the synagogue and talking. So I don't think Jesus. And I don't think God, for that matter, really cares about denominations. I don't think he cares about how we identify ourselves. I think he cares not what we call ourselves, but what are we doing? What are we doing? If we call ourselves Christians and we want to believe that we are aligning ourselves with Christ, then let's look at how Christ walked and talked and behaved. He was about love, loving all people, even when we were doing inappropriate things, even when we were not following directions, Jesus still loved. Now, the God in the Old Testament, the jury is still out, in my opinion, as to whether or not that God really was that brutal or did people feel like they were being brutalized because things were going wrong and they wanted to blame God. You know, I'm reading a really cool book about how, you know, a lot of these stories in the Bible were really just, you know, things written down by people who were making decisions about how people needed to follow what laws and, and eat what foods. And, and they wrote things down so that everybody could know it and read it and, and follow the same thing. It was kind of like, you know, just making a declaration of independence, so to speak, but, but also writing down how their community was going to live. These are our community guidelines and rules. And here are some way big stories to tell about why we need to follow these rules. If you don't do this, this bad stuff can happen or this bad stuff did happen. And we believe that's because we were not in God's favor. So without having lived back then, without really knowing what happened, we have to take it as as a document of stories and community guidelines. And yes, God is featured, but yet when Jesus came, God can kind of said, okay, this is how it, I want him to show you how it needs to be done. This is how it's going to look. This is how you're going to know that you guys are lining up with the two biggest commandments that are so simple sounding way hard to do, but very simple sounding, love God, love your neighbors. So Christian nationalism would say that God is the God of the Bible, the God of the hellfire brimstone. How do you know that? God has a lot of different names. 
God, Abba, Yahweh, the creator of all that is. Native Americans called it the great white spirit. How do you know that's not God? Maybe God revealed God's self to the Native Americans as a big white spirit. Maybe God revealed himself to people back in the day before Jesus as Lao Tzu or Buddha. You don't know that. You don't know. I don't think that God has a specific form so God can reveal God's self as God wants to. But the thing that is most important is that Jesus's commandments were to love God, the God of your understanding. I really don't think that when we get to heaven or when heaven comes to here or however that's all going to work, I don't think God's going to say, hey, you called me the wrong thing. I'm kind of ticked at you. I think you need to go in the opposite direction. I don't think that's going to be a thing. Of course, Jesus prayed to God the Father because back then women were not equal. He's not going to say God the mother, but we do know that creation is all about women. So, hey, we don't know. We don't know. That's the whole point. And until you tell me who made God and where he came from or where she came from, y'all don't know either. So we need to get this thing kind of like relaxed and open it up to a broader understanding of the God of all that is can reveal God's self to us in many different ways. But loving God in whatever form that is and loving your neighbor, two commandments that a lot of people are ignoring right now. (laughs) There's not a lot of love out there. There's not a lot of showing up with love, speaking with love. There's not a lot of that. And there's a lot of separation. And Jesus wasn't that. Jesus was not a separatist. He included. Now, he would talk to some Pharisees and some Israelites and some Sadducees. I mean, Jesus made his opinion known, but there was still love and compassion for all people, no matter where they lived, where they came from, what they were doing, whether they were harming their own bodies, whether they were, you know, harming other people. Jesus was love. Now he was social justice and he would, he would tell you right what you were doing wrong. He didn't play about that. And he made sure that his temple was cleared of all that stuff that wasn't supposed to be going on. However, when we were instructed to love our neighbor, it was not just our white straight male neighbor. Love your neighbor is way bigger than that. It is loving your black, white, Latino, gay, straight, trans, bisexual, intersex, pansexual, asexual. It's about loving Muslims, Hindus, Jews, people in other countries. They are all our neighbors. Loving the people that were all created by the same loving God. Now, you may say, well, I don't believe in God. You were created by somebody. And love is still the answer. So even though we can't figure it all out, I know for one thing, on this Independence Day, I don't feel free. I don't feel loved by society. I don't feel safe more now than ever, because it almost feels like somebody's always coming for us. And I so appreciate 
the people who are allies to our community. I appreciate those who are standing up for my brothers and sisters in, our, in the Black community and in all communities. I just know that we seem to be few and far between when it comes to really binding ourselves together and making sure we're a united front against hate and against discrimination and racism and homophobia and all of us who who are not exactly that perfect image that they think is perfect when we know that all creation is perfect and there is nothing wrong with who we love and how we move and breathe through the if we're doing love right there's nothing wrong with who we love it's who we don't love that's the problem now loving other people does not mean we agree with them okay i'm learning to love people that i have huge disagreements with and huge problems with but i'm learning to look for the light of creation in them and know that i can love that light and totally disagree with the whole entire package of that person as they present right now if you're abusing animals if you're abusing children if you are killing my trans brothers and sisters if you are coming after me and my wife and my life i don't like your whole entire package but i know there's the light the breath of light and love that came into you just like it came into me. That is my belief. And that is what I'm banking on is that even though you may disagree with my homosexuality, you may disagree with my wife and I being in a relationship, I don't answer to you. And I shouldn't have to answer to the government. If you want this to be a Christian nation, then you have to let me be with my God the way I understand my God to be with me. And that's accepting. I have to accept the fact that God has come in many different forms. I have to accept the fact that God confuses me and irritates me sometimes. And God and I are still in a little conflictual battle every once in a while. And yet the Holy Spirit continued to move in me and bring me back into church to serve and to, to work through my relationship with God among the most compassionate kind people. And I'm so grateful. So very, very grateful. So on this Independence Day, I want you to be proud of you and stand firm in your belief that you are also gay with the God of your understanding, wherever you are on the spectrum of, of LGBTQIA+. You are beloved by God. You are not separated from God. And you are being invited back to be loved by God, to be celebrated by God. I hope more than ever that the community that we're building now will continue to branch out and tell all of us again and again, because sometimes we slip and we get confused and this world is so hard to live in right now. But we need to remember that we as a community are still beloved by God. And even if we do it differently, some of us are in church, some of us, you know, celebrate in nature, some of us, you know, are still really reeling against God. And we're just so adamant that we would never, ever go back. And yet God's energetic arms are still open and moving and breathing through us. And it's hard 
sometimes to fight that battle and resist and resist and resist. At least I found that to be true because I fought it successfully for a very long time, although maybe not so successfully because I kept being, you know, pulled back and yet I kept fighting. And even today, I'm so, so conflicted sometimes about you know, all of the angst that I feel and, and wonder what will I feel and what will I do if someone takes our marriage away? I think that I am so much further along than I was just a year and a half ago that I, I would have probably given up God again if that happened and blamed God all over again. This is not of God. What's going on with the government right now, what's going on with the people trying to take our rights away, that is not of God. Because if it's not about love, it's not about God. And I don't believe God has anything invested in the, in this fight that they're creating. I think he has everything invested in loving us and surrounding us with allies and people who are fighting for our rights. We need to fight for our own rights as well. So figure out who's on your ballot box, people. Figure out how this world is starting to turn. Don't turn away and, and, and not look at it. You know, you might not be able to march, but can you donate money to the march? You might not be able to, to donate money, but can you participate in government another, in your elections another way? You know, helping out at the polls, helping out distribute, stuffing envelopes, whatever. What part are you willing to play in order to keep and protect the rights of not only our community, but everybody's community, women, Blacks, Hispanics, Latinas, everybody's community. What are we willing to do for each other? What are we willing to do for ourselves? I love you guys. I want you to be free. I want to be free. And it's not something that's just going to happen. We had to work at it before. We need to protect it now. So I want to thank you, as always, for coming back each week, supporting, sharing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to see more information and links to connect with me, go to the Gay With God show page at empoweredmidge.podbean.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom and you'll see the ways that you can connect with me. If you are questioning whether you can be gay and be in a relationship with God, if you are authentically gay on the LGBTQIA spectrum, God has always been within you, even when you didn't know it. You have always been gay with the God of your understanding. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Stay tuned to hear how you can join the Gay With God community and check out our Facebook group, Gay With God. I've recently started a monthly faith journey Zoom group that you can attend by being a part of that Facebook group, Gay With God. Or if you need a little coaching support to get you through your coming out faith journey story, go to my show page and scroll all the way down to the bottom, like I just told you, and you can find out how to connect with me and join me in coaching. Also, remember that the Wild Goose Festival is July 14th through the 17th at the Van Hoy Camping Center in right outside of Statesville. You can look up the Wild Goose Festival 2022 and see all the people who are presenting. There are day passes available if you want to come and be a part of my uh, taping. Uh, They have me scheduled for... now looking at my little sheet here, I will be doing the live broadcast for the Gay With God podcast at three o'clock on the 15th. And I'm also doing in the Methodist tent at one o'clock, I am doing a a new offering uh, called Oh Shit and Then Some. So come on down. (laughs) 
I hope to see you there. All right, guys. Remember, I'm needing guests for July. So please sign up and be a guest. Love to have you and honor your story. We need to have more visibility and validity and stand up, stand strong and speak out. Love you guys. See you next week. I want to invite you to become a part of the Gay With God community. How can you do that? Stay connected by messaging me your thoughts and comments in the comment section under the downloads of the show on the Gay With God show page. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and share, share, share so we can increase our community outreach and be a light to those who are struggling to claim their faith. Consider being a sponsor so I can highlight your service in our community. We are all worthy of respect and a relationship with the God of our understanding. I want to thank you in advance for supporting this podcast. Together, we as a community will keep this show visible and our community stronger. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.